Hey, thank you once again for joining me in my podcast, Relentless in God. And today I have a special guest, and the topic it is, like I said, on fire. It is a topic that I think we need many times in our life, and it is mercy. I need mercy, and I have a special guest with me, so I'm happy to present her. Go ahead, Mama. Hi. Everybody, thank you for having me, Jorelli. My name is Ode, and I'm so happy to be here. And I can't wait what God is going to do in this segment that we have for you today. And I know that it's going to be limited amount of time, so hopefully we have enough time to communicate what God has for you today. Yes, yes. So I was looking to the dictionary because I am a freak when it comes to looking for definitions and stuff like that. And when I went to the dictionary and I put the grace definition through the Bible. Mm-hmm. One of one of the things it says that is a spontaneous gift from God to people. So it means that it's generous, it's free, it is totally unexpected and undeserved. Exactly. And I'm with you on that. I love definitions as well. I actually did my own um, lookup in the dictionary. And um, for my definition, I got that it is the free and unmerited favor of God as manifested in salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. And it's just so crazy that, you know, um, even like the dictionary, like can acknowledge, you know, the gift of God to us, like, because it's undeserved. There's nothing that we do or can do that would equate to like the sacrifice that God has done to, you know, give us grace. Amen. Amen to that. And it's funny because many times we think we have to overperform or we have to do a lot of things in order to either have God's favor or mm-hmm. to earn the grace. And grace is not earned. He gave it to you without you deserving it. Right. Right. That is so true because it says it in the Bible. I don't remember which verse, but it's saying that it is not by work that we're saved, but it's by grace alone. And I think, I believe it's in Ephesians, like chapter two. And then it's saying that it does that so that we don't boast. It's not, it is not any work that we do. We don't have to like, you know, beat our chest and be like, Oh, it's because I did this. It's because I'm a good person. Not, none of that will go. <laughs> it's the grace yeah. of God. It's the gift of God. Like he deal with us, not the way that we deserve. Like we deserve death. Like he took mm-hmm. that, you know, condemnation from us and give us life and give us grace. This is something that nothing that we do, like what price would you put online? Like mm-hmm. there's no price, right? So nothing that we do can buy salvation or can buy the grace of God. It's just a gift that he gives to us. Definitely. And, it, and I was reading um Second Corinthians 12 from mm-hmm. 9 to 10, which I will mm-hmm. go more on that. It is the same thing that we think God wants perfection out of us. And many mm-hmm. times, I will speak for myself, we think like one of the trials that we have or weakness that we have is like, God, take them away. And God mm-hmm. is saying like, I'm not going to take it away because if I take it away, you're not going to depend on me. Right. You're going to boost like on your own understanding and oh, I did this. It was not mm-hmm. God. I was the one who fought for it. No, it's an everyday thing. Yeah. And that, like, I love that verse as well. I know which verse you're talking about. It says, and I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Mm -hmm. Christ's power may rest on me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weakness in insult, in hardship, and in persecution, in difficulties. For when I'm weak, I am strong. Because mm-hmm. God says in the in verse 9, that was like verse 10, but in verse 9 it says, like, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made 
perfect in weaknesses. And um, I just want to say like a lot of the times when we talk about grace, we think about, you know, the undeserved gift of God, you know, mm-hmm. like we did, we did not deserve it. It is a gift that God gives us. And this is true, but there is like different I feel like connotation and, you know, meaning to grace is, is not just about the gift of God, but it is also the power of God. And I feel like this is what uh, this verse is talking about. It is not mm-hmm. just like, oh, hey, God saved you and he died for you at the cross, but it's he sustains you as well because it is his power that lives inside of you that will be strong in your time of weaknesses. It's not because of anything that you can do of your own strength or, or of your own abilities. But Jesus said, in if you didn't know the context, like, Chapter, the second Corinthians verse 12, um, chapter 12 is talking about, you know, Paul that had, um, you know, this like a thorn in his flesh, like a messenger of Satan that has sent him and it has tormented him. And he said, like, he prayed, like he pleaded with God, like three times for God to take it away from him. But uh, God said, like, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made. That means, like, a lot of the times there are things in our lives that we struggle with, and we want God to take it away from us, right? Mm-hmm. And we think, like, we're never going to be free from this because we can't do it on our own. But uh, Jesus is saying, my grace is sufficient for you in the sense that my power that lives inside of you will help you, you know, overcome this. Like mm-hmm. it's perfect, you know, in your weaknesses when, where you are weak, this is where I'm going to be strong. So that is why, like, I feel like that reminds us a lot of times and humbles us that, hey, mm-hmm. get back from your high horses because it is not you that is fighting sin. The fact that you see that you are free from something of your past is not because of your abilities or your perfection, but it's because Jesus lives inside of you. Amen. And as you're saying that, um, it got brought to my mind when many times, and I, like I said, I always speak by experience by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, We have this tendency, oh, I do, I want to be strong, or Mm -hmm. I want to do this, I want to do this, I do not want to like, step out of that because if I'm step stepping out of that like for instance if you're going through something and you want to stick with it for instance the job and many times what mm-hmm. God wants from us is surrender because mm-hmm. that's when he's going to perform like you the only thing you need to do many times is surrender and hold on to my grace because that's when I'm going to cover you that's when you need right. me let me perform the way I want to do so mm-hmm. can my grace can run you don't deserve it it's not how many the amount of efforts that you do is not how many verses do you know it is not how many knowledge do you have but it's right. my power through you through my grace amen and that is so true like um a lot of times like you see people have like podcasts like this and you know talk about grace and you know when you have experienced god to a certain level like it oh, yeah. gives you like this ability to testify to other believers mm-hmm. and like i myself like i struggled in my past with pornography like this is something like I feel like have affected like a lot of young people in our generation and like you know I was in church I grew up in church it's not like I didn't know the word I was serving in church um you know while I struggled with this and a lot of times I pleaded with God you know I cried like I was on my bed crying my pillow was like wet from tears and I was like God why are you taking this from me I know you have the power you know to just like erase this and make me forget like that I even watched this or Mm -hmm. make me like you know like clean again and like take this away from me and I felt so ashamed and condemned like every time like you know I um watch porn and then you know I go to God and God forgive me and then a couple months passed by and then I went back into the cycle and I felt like there's no way I'm gonna be free of this like um you know I'm not gonna get you know 
have always going to have this grip upon me. And when I understood that it is not of my own ability, I don't, there's no practical thing I can do to fight this. You get me? Yes, of mm-hmm. course, like you're not going to put yourself in position to be tempted, but I'm just saying like, a lot of the times we feel like we need to overcome things of our own strength. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is saying, my grace is sufficient for you. When I understood that, and I'm like, God, you know what? I surrender this to you. I'm going to do my best not to put yeah. myself in situation like, you know, that, you know, to get tempted by this. I'm going to try not to, um, you know, go to websites or always use my computer in public and things like that, that I did. But I'm like, after that, the rest is up to you because like my strength alone cannot do this because you said that again, I'm going to go ahead and repeat that quote from Jesus that Mm -hmm. my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weaknesses. Yes. I was weak, you know, and you know, fall into the cycle all over again, but um, I can't even tell you the last time that I watched pornography and I understood that God, it's the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me that's Amen. going to change my perspective and actually makes me sin- see the sin for what it is and like actually breaks my heart for what breaks the heart of Jesus. You know, like the Holy Spirit is the one that is transforming us. It's not our power. It is not our ability. Amen. It is not like you know us trying to be holy. It's Jesus the Holy Spirit, his power inside of us that is every day changing us low by low. And now I don't have any desire <laughs> to watch porn. I don't. And I, I share that testimony just because like if you on here, you listening, if there's something that has a grip on you and you feel like you can't break free, like whatever it is, whether it's pornography or addiction or drugs or anything like that, and you feel like there is no hope. And I'm here to tell you that there is hope. Like, Amen. you know, you don't have to overcome this alone and God will give you the power. The power of God is sufficient for you. Amen. And it is funny that you're bringing that up. Oh my God. God is so amazing. Um, On this past Saturday, I had a long road ahead of me. So I like when I get to the long roads, I love to listen to podcasts or somebody talking or preaching and something like that. And I was hearing there was this pastor that I admire him because to open up like that and being mm-hmm. so vulnerable, it is so beautiful. And it comes to this, what we're talking about. He was talking about pornography and he said that he struggled with that for years. But this is mm-hmm. the funny part when grace comes. So when Apostle Paul said, God, take this away from me because I don't want it. And God mm-hmm. said, I'm going to leave it over there, but my grace is going to be sufficient for you. He mm-hmm. said, I overcome that and I struggle. He struggled for that with that, I'm sorry, for years. And uh-huh. he said a point that I think is extremely important, which is not everybody, but he was speaking and testifying through his experience. He uh-huh. said, it's not that um, the devil is not going to attack me because he has right. done it, but uh-huh. the grace of God has helped me overcome that he even oh. shared his testimony he is married and he was saying that one time he was alone um in his house and he felt this desire to watch porn and he said god mm-hmm. like what is it like why am i feeling this and he felt the spirit telling telling him start um praying and to start praising him he said god it doesn't make sense i'm having this erection and i'm having this desire to watch pornography but you're telling me to praise you and to pray for you like it doesn't make sense and he said literally when he started doing what god told him to do Uh everything stopped like his desire and amen i love that testimony you know why because many times we think oh i came to god all of my desires are gonna go no it's right. not that you're not going to have them. It's just that God is going to go through you and he's going to help you through them. I will right. speak for myself. Like I have been married and it is really hard 
to and this is something that it needs to 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 be talked yeah to be talked yeah like it is really hard for myself to stay like like without having sex so of course because I experienced that before mm-hmm. it is not that I do not have desires it's not that I'm not being a human but God's grace has been sufficient for me to stay like okay I'm not gonna have this thoughts it's not that I'm not gonna have the desire but God come and help me this mm-hmm. is when your dad comes like God I have this desire is please help me because I just don't want to feel it but we have to remind ourselves that we're still humans yeah <laughs> that, is, that is so true and I love that you said that and take that you know um testimony of that pastor and uh, one of the pastors that I love listening to a lot is pastor Jimmy Evans of Exo Marriages oh yes. and he he was talking about you know overcoming sin and temptation and one thing he talked about a lot that is you know quoted a lot um, about the Bible is the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that a lot of the times we're thinking that just by reading the Bible, you know, like that's when the renewing happened. But what happened is mm-hmm. like the renewal happened by meditating on the word of God day and night. Like, for example, he was saying to a friend of his, like that also had the kind of you know, temptation through pornography and things like that. And uh, that person was like, I don't know what to do. I can't overcome. And it's just like, you know, it's a repeated cycle, like a lot of us go through. And he was telling his friend, like, this is what you need to do. You need to interrupt the thoughts that you have with the word of God. Because like, you know, that's how we renew our mind. It's like when you have temptation to go watch porn or have the desire Mm -hmm. to like, you know, look at a woman in a way that you shouldn't and you just go to God and you just start repeating the word of God and be like, you know, um, something to that nature. Like, um, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Like my grace is sufficient for you. Like it is the power of God that lives in me. That will transform me. God gives me a new heart, a clean heart. Let a new spirit lives inside of me, you know, like things of that nature, you know, and for that, you need to know the word. You need to yes. know, of course, like say in your word and abide in your word and study the word. But, uh, of course, like, Grace will win every time. And I love Amen. that verse, like Romans 5, 20, 21. And I'll be reading from the message um, translation. It says, sin doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. When it's sin versus grace, grace wins hands down. All sin can do is threaten us with death. Grace invites us into life, a life that goes on and on and on world without end and that is so amazing because like not only god give us grace in the sense that he will forgive us we have confidence that if we go to god and then we ask for forgiveness he will forgive us but also he give us grace in the sense that he give us the strength you know Mm -hmm. to overcome that sin because it says if uh, you know sin comes in competition with grace like grace wins hand down. Like, so there is nothing that is keeping you, you know, bound by the sin and the condemnation because God says we're no longer, you know, there's no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because we don't live under the law, but we live Amen. under the grace covenant with Christ. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. No, it is. It is. And thank you for sharing that. And I really appreciate you being so vulnerable and being open up to share that. And, because I do know right now at this moment, there is somebody struggling with that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not pornography. Maybe it is um, sex addiction or maybe it is um, gambling or shopping. Like everything when it's not done right, it is an addiction. Right. 
and I do know right now at this moment with all of all of that is that is going on in the world, there's a lot of people growing through it, but maybe they don't have somebody accountable, like an accountability partner to share that with or to mm-hmm. open up. And this is the point that is extremely important. When you do not confess your sin, not to everybody, like to somebody, and you mm-hmm. keep it in the darkness, that's when the devil comes and attacks, like attacks you with condemnation. Oh, look at you. You're Christian yeah. and you're doing this and you're doing that. No, speak it out. Like find somebody that can hold you accountable and you can share it with so the person can fight with you, can pray for you. We're Mm -hmm. never alone in things like this. You just need to find the right person to be with you in situations like this because life is not meant to be done alone. Never. Yeah, Yeah, that is amazing. And this is what's so beautiful about grace. And I um, I don't remember if it's in Hebrew. Yeah, I think it's in Hebrews 4, verse 16. It says, uh, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I feel like uh, there are two things that this verse is saying is like, first of all, um, you know, the first thing about grace is that we come to the place like the throne of grace where we have confidence that we're not going to be treated the way that we deserve because Mm, yeah, (laughs) knowing that when I'm at fault, like when I'm, you know, you know, I just did something wrong and I just did something that broke God's heart. I have confidence that when I draw near to God, he's not gonna, you know, condemn me. He's not gonna like, you know, treat me the way that I should be treated. Otherwise, it's, you know, like that is like something I feel like the devil try to catfish us or try to, you know, make us not understand. Because a lot of the times when we just did something wrong, we feel so ashamed and condemned that we feel like we're not worthy to come to God and ask for forgiveness. It's the devil that understand the powerful, um, you know, the power behind grace that he doesn't want you to go to God and confess your sin because he understand that God says, like, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far I will throw my your iniquity is away from you he understand that God will not keep record of wrong like he will forgive you and then he doesn't want you to get that forgiveness he wants you to feel ashamed and condemned and remain in your you know condemnation so that he can have his grip upon you and like just understanding that first part and the second part that I love is just to you know have the insurance that he says that we will find grace to help in time of need so yes not only he will not deal with us in the way that we deserve, but he will give us grace that in the time that we're tempted with the Simpson, in the time that we're weak, in the time that, you know, we need him, he will show up yes, and like, yes. you know, and help us overcome. So, um, and the fact that if you go in the context of Hebrews chapter 14, the couple verses above the, mm-hmm. the reason why we have that confidence is because, um, he's saying that Jesus is the high priest who we confess our sin to, right? So, uh, the reason that we know and have this guarantee and confidence that Jesus is not going to deal with us the way that we deserve it's because he has walked in our shoes. Oh, yes. He, he, has, he was tempted. Like yes. he understand what we go through. He understand. He himself has been tempted. It is not someone that does not understand and does not know what it feels like to be tempted. Satan tempted Jesus um, so many occasions and mm-hmm. he overcame and he knows the tool to overcome because he himself had flesh, you know, like like he understand the weaknesses of our flesh. And like, so the fact that, you know, he has walked in our shoes, he is more, uh, how can I say that? Like placed to help us, you know, overcome what is it that we need to overcome when it comes to sin. 
Yeah, it is so powerful that like you're saying that. And I was speaking literally to somebody earlier today, and I was speaking about the fact that um, many times when we make mistakes, the mm -hmm. devil puts on us condemnation. And one of mm -hmm. the reasons why he does that is because he knows when we go to God, God forgive mm -hmm. us and he gives us grace. And that can be used to lift somebody up through the testimony. Like, hey, I was dealing with this. God delivered me from it. I got his grace. He can deliver you too. But no, mm -hmm. but one of the things that devil wants to do, okay, just hold it. Don't tell nobody. So you cannot be free from it. And right. you're in, if, if you do that and if you hold your testimony, because I do know many of you guys listening right now are God delivered you from something and you don't mm -hmm. want to share it because you're ashamed. No, that is the devil who wants you to make you feel ashamed so you don't share it so you don't help somebody else. You right. don't know how many people you can change with your testimony. And if I go to the Bible, like I I look for the Second Corinthians 12, verse 9 uh, through 10. Uh -huh. I always like to use the Amplified version because I'm extremely analytical. <laughs> for me, it's like it's digest. It is way easier for me. So it says, um, but he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. And then it says, um, highlighted, my loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough always available regardless of the situation oh, and then it says for my power has been perfected and is completed and chose itself most effectively in your weakness therefore so good. it is it is amazing this is why i love this version it says therefore i will all the more gladly boost on my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and my dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distress, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. And it is funny because we live in a world that show us that we need to be perfect in, all, in order to be liked by God. And it's uh -huh. like the opposite. No, God called you with all of your imperfections, with all of the weaknesses you have. He received you. He's not looking for none of this. Um, What is the name of that? Expectations that you have. Uh -huh. he's, he's willing to receive you. And he doesn't care how many times you fail him. He's going to still yep. love you regardless because his grace is what is everything you need. His right. grace and love. He exactly. does not reject us because you made a, you committed a sin. He does not. Yeah. I love that because like what Paul is trying to tell us is that, uh, when we are weak, it's so much better because it is not our power or our ability that's going to fight anymore is the power of Jesus who conquers it all. Like, yes. like, wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you rather fight with the power of God than your own strength? So mm -hmm. like what he's saying is that he is like, he delights in his weaknesses because when he's weak, then he is strong because he believes yes. what Jesus said that, you know, for my power is made perfect in your weaknesses. So uh, it's just crazy and amazing how, like we think that we need to be right with God all the time. We need to uh, be, you know, all perfect. You know, we all have fall short of the glory of God. Like it's, yep. it's, oh, yes. it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Nobody's perfect. Like in a lot of times we, we tend to put these expectations, not just on ourselves, but also on people. This oh, is what God, a lot of the we kind of, we kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> we kind of like judge people really harshly because when they fall, like we, we think like, oh my God, like they're too dirty for our righteousness. Like yeah. this is not right because like, you know, we all have something that we struggle with. Like maybe I'm, I'm not a murderer. I am not, you know, uh, I'm not doing premarital sex or any sexual sin at the moment, but I, I once did in my past and, you know, I once like 
I'm, I'm probably not a murderer. I mean, not probably. I know that I'm not, but <laughs> maybe I'm a liar. You know, maybe like I say false things about my neighbor, you know, like wow. um, there's nothing that is like unequal in the eyes of God. In the eyes of God, everything is sin. I feel like for us, we have a vision where we see sin like uh, on different heights and things like that, you know, different um categories and stuff but god has a drawn vision of sin because like when he's looking above everything looks the same like it's like you know if you have like different people standing in front of you they all have different heights right but if you're mm-hmm. looking from above you just see their heads you don't see how tall they are so that's the same thing with sin like god he's looking from above like he sees sins like the same way and the salary of sin no matter how it is how grave you think it is or how um you know small you think it is it is death it is sin yeah, and, yeah. And it's only it's only the grace of god that can take us out of that and i just wanted to share one last thing with you guys and i know like we're probably um nearing the end of our segment <laughs> um I love that verse, like Romans 6, verse 14. It says that, um, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It says, for sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. And I, it made me think like, you know, what makes grace like so perfect or so special that it will take the dominion of sin from us? And mm-hmm. why, when we were under the law, sin had dominion over us you know and i thought of it like you know back in the days like under the law you see the israelites they had to follow all these rules and it's so impossible you know Mm -hmm. like they had to do this sacrifice i'm reading leviticus now there's like so many offerings there's like so many sacrifices there's like sin sacrifice they have to have days of atonement they have to keep the sabbath they had there's so much things that they had to do just to be right with god and for us, mm. like, uh, and I felt like that made sin uh, had dominion over them because like they were fighting it with their own power. But like now with the covenant of Christ, like we just need to believe in Jesus, y'all. Like, we, we don't have to do none of that. We don't have to like, like I was looking at the Bible. I'm like, that's gross. Like, Lord, like, what am I reading? <laughs> like, you know, you, you had to put blood on the side of the, you know, tabernacle and the priest had to put blood on, depending on the sacrifice that you were doing on your forehead, under your toes. And I'm like, they had to sprinkle blood on you. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, thank you jesus for your grace because once jesus come he had taken all of that upon himself and allow you and i to like just come to the throne of grace and be like jesus i am so sorry i have failed you i did this yesterday i thought of this yesterday i had this imagery in my head i i thought of like you know talking bad about my neighbor or i did this at work i you know anything like that and be like i'm so sorry we just need to say we're sorry and repaint and have like you know, not just say you're sorry, but like have a repentant heart and actually regret what you did. And Jesus, like in his grace, he will, you know, forgive you. You don't need to do all of that. So sin had, has no dominion over you. Not because because you're perfect, but it's because the grace of God is sufficient for you. Amen. Amen. And you know what's funny? Um, as you were talking, like God brought me Romans 12, 3. Mm-hmm. And literally it's the same thing. It is for my grace of God given to me. I say to everyone of you not to think more highly of himself. Mm-mm. And I'm reading the AMP too again, amplified version and of his importance and ability. Then he hot 
to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has appointed to each a degree of faith. It is so funny. <laughs> I love this. I love this conversation. It is so good. We need more time. Like we need to do grace part two. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know, Amen we, to that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think we should bring it up. The reason why I'm saying this is because many times, and I will speak for myself because I literally just got convicted like an hour ago. I was thinking like somebody was doing something wrong to me. And no, mm-hmm. I was the one who was wrong. And when God with his love came to me and said, Jarelli, you are the one who's wrong, not the other person. You Uh-oh. feel this, you feel this pain because this person did this to you when you were the one who were not listening to the person. You were not paying attention. So you were not being wise. Because if oh you go to God. the Bible, <laughs> yeah, if we go to the Bible, the in Proverbs, they say we have to be good listeners. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I had to go to God and I'm like, God, forgive me. That's when grace comes. Like, God, maybe. I overtalk. Maybe I said things that maybe I had them with the best intentions does not mean it is not wrong. I had the best intention, but it was wrong because it was not the right time. And what I had to do at that moment is listen to the person, not talk. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I I was so prideful. I thought it was the other person. And at the end of the road, it was me, God. And I I went to the person and I'm not saying I, I'm not saying this to boost myself and think, oh my God, I'm perfect. I'm far from perfect. Like far, but. That's that's why we need God, because right. That's why we need to lift each other's up and not think like not think like every I'm better than this one. No, we all have mm-hmm. things to work on. We do mm-hmm. have um, places of opportunities to grow. It, it is what we need. We need to do grace part two because it is so good. <laughs> that yeah, we might need to do so. So just to wrap this around, I want to thank you all so much for taking out of your time to share your testimony and all of your wisdom. And I do know God has amazing things for you. Your podcast coming out. I declare it, and I, I know. I'm Amen. Don't put me out there like this. <laughs> I, I, no, this. I'm like I have no choice now to like put that crazy. <laughs> But God is so amazing. So I wanted to thank you really for taking out of your time. It's most importantly for sharing your testimony so you can help like other people that are listening right now to the podcast to feel, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. There's other people that already went through it and Uh God helped them out. And it's not that we are never going to struggle once we come to Christ, but we have his grace that is enough for us. So, that is so good. Thank you for having me. I, it was my pleasure to be here. And before the podcast, I actually prayed and my like, God may everything that is said on here is amen. like what you want us to say, but not what we would like to say. So hopefully someone listening can, you know, identify with what Jorelli and I went through and how God's grace have been sufficient for us and has brought us where we are today. He, if he can redeem us, he can redeem you too. So uh, exactly. and my pleasure again to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening once again, Relentless and God. So stay tuned because maybe we can do an episode on Grace Part 2. I hope you have a wonderful day. And if this was helpful for you, please share with somebody that can help it with. And have a nice day. Alrighty, you guys. Bye.